Yo, what is up, everybody? It is your favorite Fatboy Ray Ray coming at you with another Fatboy Takes. I hope you guys are all doing great. I hope you guys had a good weekend. I know I had a good weekend. I will get into it right now. Um, basically, on today's pod, we're going to go over... I said I would do a little bit of research about the playing tournament, just because I know... Uh, I don't know if any of you would uh, like know how it's going to go down. Well, since they're in the bubble in the NBA, this they, literally they said that they would do a playing tournament if they had to. I will go over the playing tournament. It's not going to take me very long, so just know that that part's going to be pretty damn short. Also, I'm going to try something out today. I just started playing FanDuel, and your boy did okay for himself this weekend. Playing like you know, I played. I'm a virgin of FanDuel. I was pretty slow because I want some money, but it wasn't like big money. But I'll like give some picks on that um, for today's games. Like, uh, but let's, hopefully, if you guys listen to this pod, it'll be in time for you to at least pick two games. Also, I'm also going to talk about the my picks from last week uh, for the opening uh, games, and also uh, I'm gonna talk about some of the other games I watched. Um, yeah, so this pod might be pretty long or it'll be pretty short i don't know we'll see we're just gonna try out this whole talking about the fan duel stuff like i said i made some money i didn't make a fuck ton of money but i made some money so obviously i'm doing something right baby steps right maybe i'll get lucky and i'll fucking cash the fuck out but we'll see so basically talk about the return of the nba talk about the picks i picked uh talk about the the playing tournament talk about the fan duel stuff um, and yeah, maybe some random shit. I'll also talk about some of the injuries. I don't have Dr. Gabe on the pod, but obviously Dr. Gabe called that. So big shout out to Dr. Gabe. There's already been a really, really big injury, uh, to, uh, Anthony Isaac. Uh, poor kid, man. Sucks. And yeah, let's get into this bitch. Uh, first and first most, your boy butchered, uh, Isaac's, uh, first name. It's uh, Jonathan Isaac, not Anthony Isaac. Let me uh, fix that real quick because I know my boy hates when I say players' name wrong. Fuck you, Dre. So every time I say a player's name wrong, I'll make sure to fucking look it up for you, brother. But yeah, um, basically, uh, I really hope this kid a speedy recovery. Um, he had just came back from an injury, so it kind of sucks that he got re-injured. And this, this time he's going to be out at least for like a year. But I'm glad the kid's in positive spirits. It seems to me like the kid has a good head on his shoulders. So prayers up for uh, Jonathan Isaac. Uh, hopefully he makes a speedy recovery. Also, um, a lot of you guys, not a lot of you guys, but I've been seeing a lot of shitty shit on social media. Man, some of you people on social media are straight fucking shitty fucking people. Like, some of the fucking shit i seen on social media about this kid getting hurt is fucking ridiculous like i'm just gonna say uh if you're one of those dudes that says like crazy outrageous shit on social media you're a fucking pussy because i bet you you would not say anything like that in real life 95 percent of you dudes are big pussies um like i saw some shit like oh uh he fucking uh, got injured because he was clout chasing because uh, he didn't kneel for the for the restart of the NBA. The whole BLM thing. Like, 
you guys are idiots. Like, why would anybody say that he got injured because he didn't fucking kneel? Like, what is wrong with you people? Like, the kid literally got fucking injured because he fucking hop-stepped wrong. That's why he got injured. And I don't know if you guys noticed, he literally got injured the same way Derrick Rose got injured. Like, this morning, I saw, like, a side-by-side. It is literally the exact same way Derrick Rose tore his ACL. So it's pretty shitty that he tore his ACL. The kid's young. He's like tw- 21 and he's in his early 20s, dude. He what he might not even be 20. Could they, like fuck, it sucks. And then it sucks like when you see dumb people saying ridiculous shit. And this is another thing that was kind of fucked up that I saw. It's like he said that he was on board with the BLM movement, but that the kneeling wasn't for him. Which is cool. You 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 got to respect other people's opinions. It's like, for one, the kid literally voiced that he was uh, down with BLM. And then to see stupid-ass slander like that on the internet, man, this shit is trash. So many motherfuckers need to do better and stop being such shitty fucking people. Um, yeah, so hopefully, uh, you know, speedy recovery to this young man. Um, also, on that note, let's talk about the playing tournament. Obviously, you know, it's happened in the bubble. So that was the first big injury in the bubble Sucks that I had to say it like this, but it's first big injury. So Dr. Gabe is right. I'm pretty sure we're going to see more injuries on the way. Um, basically, the play-in tournament, I'm just going to say it. It's only going to happen for the, for the West. The I'm pretty sure the, the East is pretty much already done. Like, those the eight seeds locked up in the East. I really, really doubt that somebody makes a push for that eight seed. Um, so in the West, basically, the rules are if you're four games behind... But eight seed, you play in the playing tournament. Um, it's looking to me like the Pelicans are not gonna do it, even though their schedule is getting really, really easy. The way Portland's playing right now, it's looking to me like it's gonna be Portland. That Portland's just gonna hang on to get into the fucking playing tournament, and they're gonna win the playing tournament. Yeah, so I do feel that Portland's gonna win the playing tournament uh, because. Uh, or who knows? They might lose it because they how it works. It's gonna be uh, Portland would have to win two games. Um, they can't afford to lose one. So basically, if they make it to the playing tournament, uh, they would play two games that day. Um, and Portland, well, it'd be on. The, I think the playing tournaments the fifteenth and sixteenth um, of August. So basically, they would have to win the first game. And then they would have to win the second game to get the eighth seed. But if the Grizzlies win just one game, the Grizzlies, the Grizzlies get the eighth seed. I truly feel that the way the, the 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 Blazers are playing right now, they're just they're just gonna hold. Like I said, they're just gonna hold on, and then they're gonna get in the playing tournament and probably end up winning the playing tournament. I think they're good enough to take that eighth seed from the Grizzlies. They already beat the Grizzlies when they played right now. Uh, they were down to that game, and then they just stepped up and took the W. So yeah, that's basically everything about the playing tournament. They have to, uh, the port because I'm pretty sure it's gonna come down to the Blazers and the Grizzlies. The the Pelicans are already choking. Um, they are they've lost both of their games so far. Also, Zion being on that minutes restriction is really really fucking the Pelicans because. Honestly, the I thought the Pelicans were gonna pull out the Jazz game, and then just the the that veteran leadership of the Jazz just like ended up winning that game. Like you can tell, they're 
they're just more mature. Like they like Rudy Gobert was just like, okay, I'm gonna start Dean up. Um, he starts protecting the paint, and the Pelicans couldn't protect the paint. And then the game was literally it was just over. Like I was like, shit, pretty pretty crazy. Like because the 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 Pelicans were up. I was like, shit, I'm gonna be wrong on my first pick, but Pelicans ended up choking. Uh, so it's looking to me, like I said, it's looking to me like the Blazers are going to win, are going to get that eight seed. That's what it's looking like to me. So I pretty much, let's talk about the games I picked. I pretty much did okay. I went, what, I picked the Jazz to win. I fucking mispicked the Lakers game, Clippers game. I picked the Bucks to beat the Seas. And I picked uh, the Blazers to beat the Grizz. So far, I went 3-1 and one with the opening game. So pretty much, uh, your boy did solid. Uh, I couldn't pick them all 100. The Clippers kind of fucking choked. Uh, but that's okay. Uh, basically, I already kind of went over the Jazz game. So basically, the Clippers, I'm, the Clippers-Lakers game was kind of weird to me. I'm going to just be honest. Like The game was really good, by the way. Um, I literally saw, like, the Clippers playing, like, Doc Rivers playing the weirdest fucking lineups. I don't know. And then Kawhi got in foul trouble early. Um, uh, but he still ended up dropping 28. Paul George looked really solid. Um, Anthony Davis looked fucking amazing. Like, I'm going to be honest. Anthony Davis was, was getting it fucking in. Anthony Davis was looking like the quarantine did not affect this game at all. Um, LeBron didn't have such a good game, but he made, he made big plays down the stretch, like, that, that, uh, he, t to be honest, that, that last, the go-ahead bucket, LeBron took a bad shot, that's not a good shot for LeBron, but LeBron, uh, literally just, he didn't give up on the play, whereas, I don't know what the Clippers were thinking, they didn't box out, LeBron grabs his rebound, literally puts it back, uh, gets the W, uh, LeBron right there literally just fuck big, just didn't, didn't give up on the play, there's literally four Clippers right then and there, they didn't box out, one thing that stood, that stood out to me about that game is that the Clippers shot okay, and the Lakers shot like shit, and they still ended up winning the game, um, another thing was, uh, I don't know what's going on with the Lakers, but they're shooting terrible, they're shooting like 28% from three, um, and I noticed, uh, that Danny Green is playing, like, really, really bad, um, which kind of sucks, because, you know, the Lakers paid that man 15 mil to be their sharpshooter, and right now, he is literally playing like shit, I think he went 0 from 7, 0 for, and then he went 0 for 7, the Raps game, so I don't know what's going on with Danny Green, I know his defense is still solid, he has lost a step, but his defense is still okay, uh, the Lakers are going to need some offense from him moving forward if they want to do anything in the playoffs. I know it's only two games, but it's like a little sample size. Um, but I like they're gonna need something more from that man. Also, Kyle Kuzma has been playing well, um, so good job to Kuzma. It's looking like he put in some work in the in the off season instead of you know being his little Mister fucking fashionista. So so good shit to him. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it on about the Lakers Clippers game. The the Clippers kind of choked. I really wanted to see that game go to into, into overtime. I wanted to see how you know like 
like damn because the two first games i'm gonna be honest the, the jazz game was really really good like i thought i thought i was like damn this game legit the fucking pelicans choke then the clippers lakers game with nail biter to the end um so yeah let's get into the season and well actually into the grizzlies trailblazers game uh which was another fucking good game literally the first three games of the restart they were like big games were were legit they were great actually all four games were great so basically the grizz like were up and then the trailblazers just were like yo dude we need this dub took that dub um also Nurkic is looking really 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 good like i am surprised it doesn't look like that man hasn't played basketball in like a year plus the dude looks really really good it looks like his his uh i'm pretty sure he broke his leg it's looking like he's fully healed the man literally is beasting um so i feel like the grizz are in trouble because Nurkic is making a big difference already on the grid on the blazers my man literally popped off against the seas he played well against the grizz um uh, mccullum and lillard I don't know, man. I just, it's hard, man, because I don't think, I just, I just don't think the Grizz have enough. Like I already said, I just do not feel like the Grizz have enough to beat the Trailblazers to get that eight seed. So the Trailblazers took the dub. Um, let's talk about the Seas Bucks game. I don't think I will ever see Jason Tatum go like two for like 19 ever again. Tatum, please do not ever grow your hair out. Just keep cutting that shit. Because, man, 2 of 19 with that hair, the hair had to go. I'm glad he, he cut it off for the next game. Um, but one key thing that I noticed about the Seas, uh, maybe Brad didn't want to show if he has a plan to stop Giannis, but they cannot stop Giannis. And mind you, the, the Bucks didn't have any Eric Bledsoe. Also, Kemba is playing limited minutes, but Kemba is looking really, really good. Um, I feel like the Bucks, like, they're the, they're the best team in the NBA. Let's let's be honest. Even though they lost to the Rockets, uh, the next game, the Bucks are the best team. Middleton, looking like he has not missed a step either. Middleton played well both games. Um, another thing that stood out to me about the C's was that Gordon Hayward is looking super super solid. Gordon Hayward. Literally averaging 18 points in these two games. I think he scored 22 the game against the, the, the Blazers. But if Goran Hayward can keep contributing the way he is and Kemba can play his full minutes, the seeds are going to be deadly. We know what we're going to get from Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. You, you know, those kids are ballers. You're going to get your 20 points from those dudes and you're going to get your 20 from Kemba. Anything after that is just a bonus. So I'm just going to say this right now. If Gordon Hayward can keep averaging 18 points a game and Kemba can come back to his normal self, the C's have a shot of taking out the Bucks in the ECF if they make it there. Um, but to me, I feel like the Bucks are still the best team. Like literally good rebounding, good defense. The defense is good. Brooke Lopez has stepped up his game a lot in the defensive end. Um, and it's showing. The dude's playing way better. You know, I feel like 
the Bucks, and also that's another thing about the Bucks. The Bucks are very, very well coached. Uh, but yeah, let's talk more about the game. Like I just noticed that the Seas have no answer for Giannis. Uh, no answer for Giannis. Giannis gets to do whatever he wants. Even though the Seas brought back the game and it was really, really close, I I do kind of feel like the Seas got screwed on that fourth quarter though when Giannis committed that foul on Thais and they didn't call it. Uh, a malicious act or whatever that stupid shit the ref said he didn't even give him a foul it was just weird hearing the commentators also be like yo uh how are you gonna blow the whistle and not give him a foul well it's fucking giannis it's the mvp like you know that star treatment it kind of screwed the c's there but uh you don't know if the c's win or not well actually i'm pretty sure the c's win that game because you what giannis after that scored six straight and literally put the game away so who knows, uh, what if the Bucks lose that game, if Giannis is a big what if, whatever, I'm already over that game, but it's just looking at me that the Seas have no answer for Giannis, they're going to have to find a way to slow him down, because if they don't find a way to slow down Giannis, that's it, the Seas are just literally, if they make it to play the Bucks, they're just going to get killed by Giannis and the ECF, um, but like I said, like I, I really do believe that the Seas have a really, really good shot of beating the Bucks in the ECF if Gordon Hayward can keep playing. To me, Gordon Hayward's the X factor because we know that Tatum and Brown can perform in the playoffs. We already seen it that 2018 run. These kids can perform in the playoffs. The biggest issue to me is just stopping Giannis, and then we'll see. But uh, yeah, so the Bucks game, I picked that game right. Pretty happy about that. I figure. Um, Tatum, please don't cut your hair. I mean, please cut your hair. Don't let that shit grow. That's it for the picks. I went three and one, so I'm pretty stoked about that. I'm not gonna lie. I wanted the C's to win. You guys know I'm a diehard C's fan. I'm kind of biased when it comes to those dudes, but I'm just gonna keep it real. I will always try to pick the dude, the team that I think that's gonna win. When in this case, I picked right. But yeah, enough about those games. I'm going to be honest, though, every single game was hype as shit. Like, I was so happy the NBA is back, and I know a lot of you guys are happy after watching those games that the NBA is back. Those games were just so good. They were great. We, I literally could not have wished for, like, a better return. Literally, the first two games were nail-biters, and then the first two, the, the other two games on ESPN were great the next day. Come on, you, a game went into OT already. Like, I'm just glad the NBA is back. Um, that's it for the recap of the games of the picks. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. And I'll talk about the FanDuel stuff next. All right, my dudes, we're going to talk about the FanDuel, uh, stuff. Like, I don't know if you guys trust me enough. I'm just going to tell you guys right now, I do not pick the classic. I've, I've like, I popped my cherry playing classic. Uh, that's like how I, I, I started. Cause obviously FanDuel gave us free 10 bucks. So if you have FanDuel, just know that you have 10 bucks for free and you're basically playing with their money uh and there's like tournament tournaments or brackets whatever that you can pay two dollars an entry that's five entries right there you know so that's pretty dope that they gave us money DraftKings did the same thing but i'm just gonna tell you guys right now ah I, I am not comfortable playing the classic so I'll, i'm gonna talk about like how i pick my single because i do the five player single game with the multipliers i'm gonna be honest with you like the classic for me right now that i'm kind of learning how to fan duel it's kind of hard for me like i can pick like the 
the players that, that I think are going to play well, but I cannot pick like the, the sleepers too well yet in the classic. Also, it's kind of hard for me to pick the the cuz cuz in the classic it makes you pick like out of the pool of everybody. For me, your boy cannot do that shit yet. I am not that experienced yet, so I'm just going to keep it real with you guys. I'm just going to talk about like me picking my how I go to pick a lineup for like my starting five of the of the pick five with multipliers uh like i said i didn't want to grip a money but i won and it was literally my first time playing so obviously i kind of have an idea of how that goes down like basically um how i pick like my like the single players like i'm gonna go i'll kind of explain to you how i picked my picks for like uh like, uh, I made picks for the Denver game versus uh, OKC game. Um, so basically, just kind of so like you see like how I maybe it'll, it'll help you guys, because literally it's all about making sure you put the best player that's gonna play the absolute best. Obviously, you know if you have a brain, you wanna know anything about sports. Uh, you wanna pick. The player that's going to play the absolute best. Oh, and I'm just going to say this right now. If you're going to do the pick five and you're going to pick the Bucks game, you literally have to put Giannis in the first spot. The reason I'm going to tell you to put Giannis in the first spot is because Giannis, yes, he's expensive. I think he's like 16000 But the thing with Giannis, Giannis scores a lot. He grabs a lot of rebounds. He gets blocks. He gets steals. So literally, you putting that man in the double is literally... Well, he's a stat stuffer. Let's be honest. So say if he scores like 20 points, that's 40 points already. If he score, he gets 10 rebounds, that's 50 points already. So basically, I'm just going to tell you right now, Giannis is a must play at the two times. If you play the Bucks, and then you go from there, so... I'm just going to say that, throw that out there right now. You pick Giannis at the one. Just saying that. All right, so basically how I went, I'm going to talk about how I picked the Denver OKC game. Basically, Joe, like, Joe Keek is another stat stuffer. Yes, Joe Keek may not score like 30 points like Giannis, but all I literally want from Joe Keek in this game is like 15 points, 15 to 20 points. I want his 10 rebounds. And I at least want eight or seven assists from him. Maybe a block or two. And then I'm good. So basically, I'm putting Joe Keek in my number one spot, like here, because I don't I don't know. I don't think Steven Adams is gonna stop him. That's real. That's another thing. You gotta watch the whole matchup thing. I don't think Steven Adams is gonna stop Joe Keek. I just think Joe Keek gonna have a solid ass game. So that's why I picked him to be in the two spot. And for my and my number, well, number one spot. The number two spot, I went with Chris Paul because Chris Paul is literally averaging like 18 and 10 right now. 18 points, 10, 10 assists. Like, there's it's a no-brainer. And for the third, the, the 1.2 spot, I picked, uh, uh, I don't, sorry if I butcher his name, Gillis Alexander. The kid's been playing super solid. He's been balling. And the kid rebounds, and he also dishes the ball. So basically, those those how I pick my top three is literally like I know 
They're going to stat the stat the stat stuff the sheet. So no matter what, I want those three dudes with the multiplier. Like obviously it's kind of like a no-brainer, but it's kind of like how I picked. And also I had I had other choices to pick for the other spots, but I'm saying like why I went with it. Um and also Chris Paul in the bubble has been ridiculous. He's been playing really good. Every single game he's played, he's been playing really good. That's why I went with him in the two spot. And then Gilius Alexander in the third spot. And for my and this is like where it gets hard to pick. Like, cause this is like this is where you where you fall into the problem like of the sleeper. Like me, for example, like I picked Jay Grant as my sleeper. The reason I picked him is because I feel I'm going to get a lot of value, like a lot of bang for my buck. Like, obviously, you know, I paid a lot for Joe Keek. I paid a lot for Chris Paul. I paid a lot for Alexander. But I feel like Grant is going to have a super solid game. Uh, and also, he's starting right now because because uh, uh, I don't think they're playing Bobo at the... They're not. I don't think they're playing Bobo at the... At the at center anymore. I think they're playing Joe Keek at center again, and they're starting him with Grant. I guess they're not playing Bobo anymore. Or they're just playing Bobo limited minutes. So Grant got the st- the start, and then uh, I'm playing Paul Millsap in my last spot. And the reason I'm playing Paul Millsap in my last spot because I need a, I need the man to rebound. I need ten points out of the man. That's it. As long as you're you're too sleep. That's that's like the hard part. You got to find a way to pick the sleepers. I'm just saying how I pick mine. I'm not saying it's the best way. But so far, it's worked out for me two times. Um, you literally just want like minimum 20 points from your sleeper. And I think you'll be in the money. Like I said, I'm not winning big money, but I'm winning some money. So that's just kind of like how I'm picking. So just... And also another thing that's like very, very key is like you gotta know matchups. Like if you know that this team cannot guard guards, you're going to wanna put the guards in the multipliers. Just like the knowledge that you know in basketball. Like like I know I'm a, like say uh right now the Lakers got torched by uh by Lori. Um it's like okay, so now you know the Lakers but that's been the issue with the Lakers all season. They can't guard good guards. The good guards always pop off on them. So basically, with that kind of knowledge that you know, like from watching games, you kind of like plug the players you're going to plug. Like to me, the issue is the sleepers. So, so far, I've picked the sleepers right twice. Um, but it's pretty fucking hard. Like, don't just think it's fucking easy. Like, it's, it's a little technical. But I just feel that if you like... And it sucks because you you literally contemplate switching lineups all the time. Like, what I notice is like if I ha- if I feel I like picked a good lineup, I literally will not open that fucking app. Like, and that works because like literally I'd be contemplating, I'd be looking at it like right before the game. Stop looking at that shit. If you feel your lineup is solid, just leave it. And like I said, also Fandle gave you ten free dollars, so it's like you got nothing to lose. You're not losing your money. So basically, just use their ten bucks. Like that's how I like I made money. I'm using I'm just using their ten bucks to learn. Um, you know, it's free. 
Um, I also picked picks for the Pelicans game, but I'll let, I'll, like I said, I'll let you guys know how I did. Um, I'm just kind of like saying like how I go about picking these things. So number one, you always want to play the good matchups. And if you pick like me, if you pick the Denver game like I did, I hope you win money. I hope I win money. And if I fuck any of you, I'm sorry. Um, like I said, I, I'm just learning as I get better, which I probably will get better because I'm gonna like start being a nerd, seeing how I can like cash out. I will help. I will help anybody right here. Like, f- fuck it. Um, all right, guys, that's pretty much it for the pod. Um, if you guys have any questions, uh, shout out at your boy. Also, I'm gonna start picking. Uh, I'm gonna start uh, posting more on my IG. Like since I started doing this FanDuel. So follow me at FatboyTakes. Well, not at FatboyTakes, but uh, the IG is FatboyTakes. I'll, like, show uh, my lineups and stuff on there. Like, I don't really fucking care. Uh, it's not a big deal to me. Um, I'm, I'll show you guys, like, who I'm playing. I'll probably start doing that tomorrow. Um, but, yeah, if you guys like anything, like, any of this feedback, let me know. Anything you guys want me to talk about, let me know. Uh, make sure to like, comment, subscribe. Um, I hope you guys are all doing well. hope you guys are all taking care. I will catch you guys later. Um, peace. And I hope you guys uh, win some money if you do FanDuel and you pick the lineup I picked. I hope I win some money too. Peace out, dudes.